Well, guys, we're back. We are back. Well, I'm back. This is the new and improved podcast, Chaos and Clarity, with yours truly, Harrison Marks. Uh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a little rough trying to get this thing back together. I didn't want to. I told you I was going to be back, and I'm back. But uh, it took it took a little while to get everything off the ground and running. Last episode of Acting Up was in, I think it was in like May 16th or something like that. It's June 20th, a little over a month ago, a month and a half almost. But um, after some time of you know thinking and, and just figuring out what the next move is, uh, this name kind of stuck with me. I was like, all right, this sounds cool. Kind of hit all the... Um, all the markers and shit, and uh, of of like me as a person. I, to be honest, I don't fucking know. I just it sounded cool, and it kind of I guess gets the point across. And um, but yeah, it's been a it's been a couple last month or so has been pretty fucking wild. Uh, we're back in New York, New York City. That's where we're recording from right now, and um, yeah, it's been it's been quite the ride. Um, where, where do I start? Where should I start? Should I start with, I mean, I guess where we left you off with was Essen, uh, left the show. I should give you a little bit of an explanation about it. Um, there was no fight. There's no bad blood, but he, uh, he just wanted to, he didn't, he didn't, his heart wasn't in this. And I totally get that the same way that I haven't been like acting the way that I, uh, I, I haven't pursued acting the same way that, that I, I used to. Um, you know, it's sometimes you just, some things are not for you and uh i still do acting but the podcasting is not for essen and uh i i really enjoy this shit i just enjoy being an asshole and, and talking shit and um which just goes to show you there's something definitely definitely a little off with me um either that or i'm a raging fucking narcissist but um yeah so we kind of left it off that way and he was like yo take it over and i really didn't know what to do i didn't know whether to have somebody on or um, whether I should, you know, do it myself all the time, which was a terrible idea. Um, this is just sort of giving you guys a little pre, this is like, um, me flashing my tits if I was on OnlyFans, like right before I, I tell you that next week we're going to bang like seven black dudes. Um, so it's just me this week, just, you know, touching myself. Uh, but yeah, so that's where we're at now. And like, I figured, let me just reintroduce this thing and, remember how the fuck to even do this because i mean not that i ever knew what i was doing but whatever um so when essen ended up you know doing his own thing uh, and he's actually coming back from a show from florida today i think is like he had he was supposed to fly in yesterday his flight got canceled and then he had to stay at a hotel and then his flight to dc where he was going to go from atlanta to dc then dc to new york also got canceled so now he is uh he's driving home uh, which kind of makes me a little a little happy because it's kind of funny, um, but yeah. So he had left, and then after that, I kind of took some time to do a little soul searching, and uh, I ended up in Arizona for a bachelor party. You know, I'll tell you, ma'am, Arizona. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. It's a it's an interesting place. It's not. You know, I don't think it's a place I'd ever want to live full time. But the people were super cool. The people were super cool in Scottsdale, particularly. Um, I had a really everyone was just 
was super chill and everyone treated us really nicely and um it just was a, a really a really dope place yeah i met my first mormon i first time i ever met a mormon uh was in arizona so i could scratch that off the bucket list i uh and i'm such a dumbass i thought i was like don't you guys believe in like aliens and shit and i realized that that's uh that's scientology yeah i fucked it up i fucked it up but nonetheless she was a beautiful woman really nice girl um you know made a made a cool friend out there and uh i, I will say that if mormons were you know if they sent out mormons who looked like her then i think people like if they knocked on people's doors with her they probably would get more more people joining the the religion i think but i could be wrong um but yeah we were out there and had a really nice time and I was with all my buddies that I grew up with and it was the first time seeing them. Not the first time, I actually had seen them in April, but we were all together and we were having just a blast. And uh, I think it, it kind of made me made me realize that I, I missed home a lot. I really missed home and I missed, uh, I missed my people. And my lease, I'm trying to figure out how much I'm going to, I want to, let go of here you know because this is this is a lot of information oh shit what should i do what should i do all right well my lease was coming due and i uh i decided that i don't know if i want to be in california anymore and uh, i decided to take some time and and you know spend some time in new york and that's what I'm doing, spending my summer here, you know, rediscovering myself a little bit. Um, yeah, L.A., man. L.A. is such a is such a weird fucking place. I talk about it all the time, and I've said it on many episodes. But it it's like this bizarre fucking planet that you land on where people are not only narcissistic, but there's this, I don't know how to, this eeriness I'm not a claustrophobic dude, and, and claustrophobia, I understand, the definition of it is, you know, fearing, fear of small places, tight places, I was getting claustrophobic with how much space I had, and that was the part that fucking, like, really creeped me out, I, I, I just, I felt like the walls were closing in, even though I had more space, does that make any sense, you know, it, it, it was, it just was eerie, and everybody seemed to just be a little lifeless, and and I met some really good people. There was a, there's a group of people that I met out there that are really, really cool people. Uh, and I, I'm still in contact with them. You know, people like, you know, Jackie over at Ivana Chubbuck Studio and, um, you know, Stephanie and Lydia and all these these wonderful people. Archer, uh, fucking Jessica and, and, and everybody. I get, I, I, there's a bunch of people. And Sean, Sean most importantly. I fucking love you, Sean. You are... Without you, L.A. would have fucking sucked. Um, but these people that I met, that there are good people there, but for the most part, it's just this... I feel like everyone was probed, you know, with some... with like a giant TikTok dildo, and and, and everyone's on autopilot of, of how do I be a star? How do I be a star? And I get that that's why people are there for, but it's not for me. It's just not fucking for me. I, I couldn't... I felt like I was losing my mind there. Um, so I'm, I got the fuck out of Dodge and I'm back in the big motherfucking city, bitches. 
And uh, I'll tell you the second I got back in New York, excuse me, I have allergies, which I've never fucking had. Allergies are the most ridiculous thing ever. I never in my life have had them, and I feel so bad for shitting on people who had them before because I understand their pain now. It is absolutely horrifying. I don't feel sick, but I can't breathe and I can't see. And I, I just, I, I, yeah, it, it's awful. I made fun of a lot of people for that, and I feel like shit. I'm getting, this is my karma, my fucking karma. But um, yeah, the second I landed back in New York, I just felt, I don't know, this sense of, of relief. It felt better. It felt, I mean, I guess because it's what I'm familiar with. And I'm not a guy that likes to go into the comfortable zone because if you, the more you live in the comfort, the more you're going to fucking just rot away your muscles and your soul just fucking atrophies when you are, when you're living in the comfort. But I know how to operate here. I enjoy operating here more. I, I don't mind struggling more here. It's just the jungle that I know, like I know where the good fruits are. I know where the good trees are. I know where, you know, and I, and I always am finding new, new ones, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm on the hunt more here. Uh, whereas LA, I just was like, oh, the, the apartment is really nice and I can, I could sit in and, you know, tomorrow it's going to be sunny tomorrow and the day after that. So why enjoy it today when I could just do it any other day? It's that fucking tomorrow effect, you know? But, um, yeah, when I got back, man, it's fucking like the city was just this pulse. Just, I could feel it. I, I felt like my it's like my Kegel muscle was just pulsing. It was amazing. And, um, yeah, I just, uh, it's where I, where I belong, you know? And sure, in LA, like being a New Yorker, at least in my experience, everyone was like, I, I really sort of stuck out. And I don't know how much I enjoy sticking out. Kind of like to blend. Um, but that, if you're, if you're that kind of vibe, then, then, then maybe that's the place for you to just where you can sort of stick out. But I don't know. I, I like to to blend in with the characters. I like being around characters. Nine times out of ten, the characters in L.A. are someone that's fucking, you know, lost their mind completely, or someone who's trying to be a star and gonna lose their mind completely because they're probably not gonna make it. And that's just the fucking truth. But um, yeah. But being back in New York, man, I I will say, ah, uh, I've been. I've been a bad boy. I've been a bad boy lately. I have been uh I've been working a little bit, you know, doing my my survival shit, but the weekends, man, they have been fucking rough. They've been rough. I've been I've been drinking, I've been going out a lot, and it's great. It's great. But I think I'm starting to feel it a little bit. I'm like, "Okay, you need to take it easy, pal. You need to fucking Stay in this weekend. You're not going to miss much. And just dial down on the FOMO a little bit and the fucking wildness. Because I've been... I guess it's because, you know, I'm back. I'm back. It's That's the feeling. I Maybe I just sounds like an alcoholic trying to, you know, justify his, his you know... Oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm just, I'm just having fun. I'm having fun. Um, but I, I've been pushing it. I've been pushing a little bit. Sleeping a little less. But um, I guess that's what you do. And my friends are like, oh, you're back home. You're back home. You're, you're just enjoying yourself. And it's like when I've been back home for three weeks, when 
when do we stop celebrating? You know, like your birthday was your birthday was last month. It's it's over. Like I think it's time. I think it's time to stop celebrating, right? Uh, I hate those fucking people that celebrate their birthday for a whole month. It's like who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? The fucking Queen of England? Like you're celebrating it. I don't know. I never understood that. A weekend, I get. I get celebrating your birthday for a weekend. If it's on like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Friday and Saturday are yours. Thursday, Friday, Saturday are yours. Sunday, eh, don't don't inconvenience anybody. But or if it's in the middle of the weekend, that weekend's yours. If your birthday's on a Monday, the weekend coming, the weekend after that, it's yours. I think. I think I could be wrong, but yeah. Uh, speaking of birthdays, I'm going to be fucking 30 this year. It's crazy. Fucking crazy. But then I got six months for that. Um, but yeah, so now I'm back here. I'm trying to get this podcast going again. I don't know who the fuck is going to come on after, uh, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, when you leave somewhere, I've been, I was in L.A. for a year. And, you know, bailing, sort of, I guess you can say bailing. You have a, there's a little moment where you start to think to yourself, I wouldn't say start to think, but fuck. You have this little voice in your head where you go, ooh, did I fail? Did I fail on this mission? This mission that I didn't exactly think through 100%. Did I fuck up, you know? Am I, and I've failed before. I I think failure is, is, it's really important in, you know, in life. You, you, I've learned more from my failures than my successes, and I haven't had a whole lot of successes, but I've had a lot of failure, and uh, it's changed me. It's changed me. It's made me way more humble, way, way smarter, way... It also gives you an opportunity to take more risks. Like, hey, I failed before. Like, let's go. What's the worst that can happen? I'll get back up on my fucking feet and dust myself off. But that little voice comes in again, and... Um, you you think you're like shit? Did I did I fail? Um, but I really don't think so. I don't think so, because it, the real failure is to never have tried it all. I did what I wanted. I I moved somewhere. I lived somewhere else. And who knows? Like I said, I'm taking some time right now. But you know, I think a lot of people feel this way. It's why I'm I'm kind of doing this podcast alone. It's because I've had so much shit on my head. Where you wonder, you know. Everyone's always concerned about failing, especially with with TikTok and Instagram and watching fucking nine-year-olds, you know, win awards and make millions of dollars. You start to feel very small. And I've never given a fuck about what anyone's thought about me, ever, ever. And it's been my greatest asset. But I do care very much about what I think of me. And that's important. And I have to reflect on that. And, and my opinion of myself is is pinnacle. So I've had some time to reflect. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people do that. Where they go, shit, what? This is, did I, did I bail? Did I, was it a success? Was it a failure? Was it, you know, I think even forgetting either, if it's a learning experience, then it's the most important thing. You know, which it was. I learned I learned so much about myself living away from New York City. I just thought, um, you know, I learned to be a little more patient. I learned to 
to take my time a little bit. I learned that what I the things I really don't like and things I really do like more don't like. The more you know you don't like, I like to weed out the things I don't like, and then figure out what I do like. You know that that kind of that's when I know what I don't like. I can it's a smaller pool because I don't like a lot of shit. You know it, it it just makes life way fucking easier. Um, but yeah, so I I I learned that I learned to be more patient, a little more, I guess, easy. I don't know how to explain it. I've just it was a weird year. It was a weird year. I was in Oklahoma. I was in Oregon. And then I lived in L.A. And it was like... I was fucking cops. Jesus, Brooklyn. Um, if I don't know if you guys heard the sirens, but there were sirens. You know, uh, I never went to sleepaway camp. I never went away to college. The longest I ever went away from New York City was probably a fucking week. No, two weeks. And at 28 years old, I picked up and just fucking bounced. And it was new for me. This was all, maybe I'm a late, I mean, in certain areas, I'm a late bloomer. In certain areas, I did things way too fucking early. Drugs, sex, way too fucking early. Leaving home, way too fucking late. But luckily, I was able to do it in my 20s. And... Yeah, this was that experience for me. The experience people usually have when they're fucking 20, 21. I had a 28. And it was a wild time, you know. I learned so much about myself. And anybody who hasn't left home uh or has if you don't have if you don't want to then then don't, you know, fine. It's it's your life. I'm not here to tell anybody what the fuck to do. Um but it's pretty fucking awesome and cool. You learn a lot about yourself when your back's against the wall. And I didn't have anybody helping me either, so it was it's kind of wild um, as far as family and shit. But I think I also learned that I really, in times of extreme anxiety, I had no clue what I was going to do. No clue. And one way or another, I fucking figured it out. I don't know how, and I wouldn't say figured it out like I knew all the answers, but I made it through that day, and then I made it through the next day. And yeah, I I learned how to, I guess, survive. I mean, look, I wasn't eating out of trash cans like a fucking, you know, like I, I came in off a boat in, in 1908, so, and I know how to speak English, so I, I got it pretty fucking easy. But yeah, I learned... I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot about myself. I learned what I like. I, I learned. I learned what 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 I'm like when there's a lot of pressure. I you know I bend, but I, I haven't broken yet. And uh, yeah, so like coming back here, I'm back in the neighborhood that I grew up in. You you kind of look at the place a little differently, and I. You know, I, actually, I was walking down the street and I saw an old character. He's like one of the, he's like mentally. He's a retarded dude um, that I used to see all the time as a kid. And I, I saw him walking today and he got fucking old, man. He's like he's like in his 40s now. And uh, it's just interesting how some characters never leave. And I don't plan on staying here for very much longer. Um, but it's just interesting that the neighborhood doesn't change for the most part when you leave, but you do. 
and you look around and you go, shit, this is not where I belong. You know, that I'm talking specifically like in the small neighborhood you grew up in. New York City is where I belong. But if I didn't leave, how do you really know that? You know, I think I knew a little bit growing up, you know, before I left, when I moved to other areas in Brooklyn and New York City. I went, yeah, 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 where I grew up, like Sheepshead Bay is not for me anymore. But when you come back after living like 3,000 miles away, you go, wow, holy shit. Like, I'm, yeah. And uh, it'll always be home, but it just looks different now. But, um, yeah, you have this, I also, I'm in a, I'm kind of just not sure right now. I'm just unsure of everything. I always have been, I guess, as a kid. Didn't know what I wanted to major in. Didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. Didn't know anything. I had no fucking clue. Everyone knew that, oh, Harrison was just kind of floating. Um, I always knew I wanted to entertain and, and do acting or comedy or shit like that. But any, everything else is, I don't know. You know, I've been asking myself this question of, You know, what do I want? Like, what do I want out of life? And um, the only answer I could come up with, which may be the most fucking pathetic thing, or the nicest thing, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know, is I just want to laugh. I just want to spend my life laughing every moment I can. And I know that that's not possible. There's going to be people who die and tragedies that happen and really shitty days where I'm pissed off and angry and upset and, you know. But I, with every other moment, I hope that I could just find those in-between moments of laughter and just bullshit, you know, giggle and stuff and, uh, like right now when I have a moment where I'm feeling a little down, I'll I'll try to smile and like, oh, it makes me so fucking nauseous that I'm saying this because I'm not, I've never been that guy. and I'm not that guy. I'm me. I'm fucking me. But uh, I'm smiling and it helps. It helps. I, I find the, the ease in the situation. Like it's not that serious. Whatever it is, it's sad, whatever. It's okay. Maybe, maybe it's because I'm a little older. You know, as a kid, I used to wallow in the misery, and I, I just can't. I don't have the energy. I don't want to fucking feel like shit. Even when I have moments of, I just don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to feel like shit. I'd like to laugh. I'd like to have a good time. I have such a hard time right now having serious conversations with people, uh, which is probably exhausting for most people because I'm always talking about nonsense. You know. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm always looking to just just talk about bullshit, talk about the things that make someone uncomfortable, and that's I think what this podcast is also this improved version. I guess it was always you know a little uncomfortable. I think for most people, um, but I think now Essen was always there to sort of tame me, and I'm gonna end up saying some dumb shit like always. And now it's kind of no one's there to, to sort of help me out and I got to sort of navigate it. And I don't think I'm going to stop myself. I think I'm just going to go where my gut is telling me. Because, you know, see, meeting people 
in other states like like in Arizona um, and L.A. and fucking everywhere I've been f- for the last year, especially recently, like Arizona. When you're nothing but yourself, and and L.A. is that's one thing L.A. gave me. I'm like I am not going to act like I'm somebody else. I did for a long time, not act like someone else, but sort of just just clean, polish myself up, just just to touch, more than a touch. But I got tired of it. I'm like, yo, I don't want to fucking, this is who I am. I'm a little inappropriate. I say stupid things. I'm not going to do it, you know, at a fucking, uh, you know, if I'm invited to the White House and start using the word, you know, dicks and assholes and pussies, I'm going to be, you know, the setting, I know, understand the setting. But for the most part, I'm not in those settings. I'm in a setting where, I'm around normal normal people who are where you're able to crack jokes. And I don't want to have the conversation of, oh, well, what do you do for a living? Oh, what do you do for a living? That's great. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Oh, did you see the football game? Fuck that. I say inappropriate shit sometimes, and that's just who I am. And honestly, the more I've been doing it, and the more I've just been getting down to the nitty-gritty of even like, oh, what do you do? Okay, are you happy doing that? Like, are you, is that what you want to be doing? I ask that people, now I ask that to a lot of people. And it just kind of cuts through the fucking diarrhea nonsense of conversation. Just to get the, the, the fucking explosive shit out. Just out. And I've been, I just, I want to know who the fuck you are. You don't have to tell me your social security number and, you know, every little bullshit, you know, like your most deep, dark secrets about Father John at the fucking church touching you when you were a kid, which if you want to tell me, I'm your guy. I'll be more than happy to listen. I don't get freaked out by much. But in my in my travels of, of, of going around and being myself over this last year and just unapologetically, I've noticed people communicate with me better. I'm able to connect with people better. I'm able to see a person in front of me and I'm able to show them that I'm just as flawed and fucked up as you. And I loved it. Like, I love it. I'm telling you. I met people for three days in Arizona that I'm like, wow, you're a person. You're a living, breathing person. I met people in LA, like Sean, for example. We met, we had one drink, and we just fucking, there was no bullshit. We were like, wow, you're real. I'm real. We could just be humans together. We don't have to, like, worry about, oh, what's your political party or... Oh, I wonder how he's gonna feel if I say that, you know. And nothing that I say is of any is not bigoted or or uh, hateful. Um, yeah, I make jokes that are fucking dumb. And once you get to understand me, we could if you get you can get to know me in thirty minutes and go, okay, I understand where this guy is. He's decent, you know. I just want to connect with people, and I think this podcast is we were doing that before and we're going to continue doing that. I'm going to continue doing that of being able to just say, hey, we're real. This is, let's have a real fucking conversation. No bullshit. Make some stupid jokes. Say some crazy shit. Not worry about what anybody's going to think about you. I don't judge. Who the fuck cares? You know, let's have a real conversation. And I think people want to hear that. And that's what, I mean, that's what I want to hear. I don't give a fuck if you don't want to hear it or not. Don't listen. It's fine. No one, barely any listen, no, barely anyone listens to this shit anyway. So that's the goal, I think. And that's what I've been after. And that's my whole mission right now is to just have a real connection with someone. Be honest. 
Have a good joke. Have a good sense of humor. Loosen the fuck up. Life is short, man. We're going to be dead. We're going to be fucking dead. And I don't want to waste another moment on being miserable or lying about how I feel or having to shut myself up because it's going to hurt your feelings rather than just understanding that we have a difference of opinion. We could still have a beer and we could still chill. I just want to cut through the bullshit. And I think being back in New York after you know traveling around and connecting with people who are not from my home and realizing, oh shit, You know, this is not a, a geographical thing. You can connect with anybody. If you just really are authentically yourself, someone will be like, oh, I get, I can, I can show them myself too. You know? That's it. I, I, I just, I just want to stop beating around the bush, dude. Oh my God. That was a rant, man. That was a fucking rant. I really didn't think I'd be talking this much. I thought I, I wasn't going to have much to say. Honestly, yeah, well, holy fuck, man, but I I hope that people tune in, I hope people listen, they don't, it's okay, once it's out, once I record this shit, it's out of my hands, how you feel about it is none of my concern, either you like it or you don't like it, and don't liking it is just as fine as liking it, it's the indifference that I have a fucking problem with, but um, yeah, I'm... I'm just really trying to do me. I don't know. I don't know where I'm at personally, you know, but figuring that shit out, man. I guess that's the point is to never really know just to keep on trying to figure it out. You know, I've had moments where I was completely lost. I wouldn't say I'm completely lost right now, but I would say that I, I guess my whole life has been that way where I've just kind of been, all right, let's see what, let's see what's, what's up, you know? don't really know i don't understand how people are convinced who who just know themselves like yeah i know me like how how do you know you you two minutes ago is different than you now so who the fuck are you you know because i sure as fuck i don't know me i know my morals i think if you keep your morals and ethics in check of like i don't want to hurt you uh, I have no intention of trying to. If I ha- I will hurt people. I don't know, you know, uh, you know, in certain situations, unintentionally. And if you try to just be a decent dude, don't fucking don't hurt anybody. If you do, acknowledge it, apologize. You know, in relationships, people get hurt, shit like that. I don't mean physically beat the shit out of somebody, because that I mean, unless they fucking you know, unless they try to hit you, that's different. Then then you have the right to you know, hit somebody with a hammer, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's where I'm at. Oh, also, I, the one thing that did happen recently has nothing to do with me but the Titanic. Those dumb motherfuckers, man. I feel bad. The only one I feel bad for is the kid the he, who wanted to solve like the Rubik's Cube puzzle at like 3,900 meters below the surface. I'll be honest with you, man. I don't know. Maybe, uh, Maybe I'm an asshole, but what a dream, man. What a dream. I had dreams of, you know, uh, you know, making movies and, and being a comedian. and But this guy wanted to, it was so simple. He just wanted to solve a Rubik's Cube at below sea level. And uh, wow, that's, if my kid told me that, I think I, I'd be like, all right, he's probably on the spectrum a little bit. He's got to be. He's got to be. Who the fuck, who, <laughs> who dreams of that? Who dreams of wanting, to, 
I want to break a Guinness World Record. You could break any world record you want. There's ones that are really probably not that bad or not that hard, but this is the one, this is the specific one he wanted to break, apparently. But um, all the other guys who died on that thing, sure, it's it's I, it sucks for people are dying and shit, but uh, you know what? They knew it was unsafe. The guy who fucking did this thing, it, he he everyone told him he fucking f- uh, fudged the the tests for the submarine. Please, all right, please. You they they all got what was coming to them. I hate to say it, but you fucking knew better. You guys just this is how this is how you know fucking human beings are just dumb. You. You, you're able to make billions of dollars. You're not stupid people, but the common sense, the hubris is just totally fucked. Totally fucked. How? How does that happen? Oh my God. Like this, that's what we do. We bite our nose off. We think we can control everything. And that's what with AI, all this shit, I can go on and on. We, we think we can control, but we are fucked. We are so stupid. Nature is so much bigger than us. Wake up. You, you re- like everyone was telling everyone knew that it wasn't safe. It was so avoidable. So avoidable. And honestly, it would I mean, I know that the, the fucking submarine imploded, but I kind of wish it didn't and they had like the three days in there because it would have been a really funny movie to see to make like they were stuck in the submarine for three to four days or whatever and I just imagine the smell of five dudes in this thing, just them shitting and sweating in this thing. <laughs> like the, what a way to go, what a way to die. The way they died was better. But imagine just piss and shit in this submarine. It's so disgusting. I know I'm grossing you out, but it would have been, it would have been very funny. I just thought that was the first thing I thought of. I was like, Oh, you know, but, um, yeah, submarine. Oh, there was also a dude I, I saw, I read today, who died. This is how I'm gonna die. He he died because he she was in Jamaica. He's from the United Kingdom. Went to Jamaica, and he tried all 21 cocktails on the resort menu. I think one after another, and died. 100% my hero. That guy was. Uh, he took one for the team. Uh, if he didn't do it, I would have done it for sure. There's no way. I mean, that, that guy's a fucking legend for that. Like, you know what? I respect it. I, I respect it. Um, but you have to be. I would love to see the look on his wife's face when he told her that was his dream. Like, he didn't want to solve a Rubik's cube. He wanted to get so obliterated, drunk in Jamaica, and let everybody back in the UK know that he had every garbage cocktail on this resort. But yeah. That to me is a more feasible dream, and not feasible, but uh, that dream makes sense. The Rubik's cube one, no, no. Even David Goggins' push-ups record, not push-ups, pull-up record, makes like I I can understand wanting to do that before the Rubik's cube below sea level. But yeah, I mean, yo, they got look. This is the, I'll give you another example of dumb white people trying to do shit that nature won't allow. Like you know, Jack in the Titanic. He fucking died too. He thought he would have been. He, he, he was dumb. He let it happen. He let Rose have the fucking door. He got what was coming to him. You know, he could have fit, but he didn't. He was like, oh, I'll be good. I'll be good. No, I'm not going to die. I'll be, I'll be good. I'll be good. Look what happened, bro. Look what happened. Oh, but anyway, I probably should cut this short. I don't even know how long I've been doing this. 
I feel bad that people have to listen to just my voice. But I'm back. The podcast is back. I don't know when we're going to be releasing daily. It may not be on Tuesdays anymore. I don't fucking know. I'm just kind of going with it. I'm going to keep doing weeklies. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope that, you know, this gives you some sort of little fucking nuggets of something. Inspiration. Whatever. I don't know. Um, To all my people in L.A., I love you. All my people in New York, I'm fucking back, baby. And all my people in Arizona, you probably don't remember me, but you were great. Yeah. All right. This is Chaos and Clarity with Harrison Marks in New York City, motherfucker. We're back. You have a lovely, lovely evening, motherfucker. Motherfucker.